Welcome or welcome back to another short but definitely not sweet true crime. I am your host Shani and you are listening to Shani Horror and Vibes. Today's short but definitely not sweet episode is over Lacey Fletcher. She was 36 years old and her parents were just awful. Awful, awful people, you guys. And I want to say this has to be a trigger warning before I even go into this episode because it does involve child neglect. So if that is not something that you are okay with listening to, please go back and listen to another episode and then come back next week for next week's episode because this does have some very graphic descriptions in it. And I'm not trying to scar anybody any more than what I'm already scarred from from researching on this case. And this is a fairly new case on top of that. So it's not close, but I will say it's solved because clearly we know who the monsters are behind the situation. So let's just go ahead and just hop right into the tragic case of Lacey Fletcher. Lacey Fletcher was born November the 25th in 1985 in Slaughter, Louisiana to Clay and Sheila Fletcher. Now, the Fletchers were described by many as very good-standing citizens. Sheila Fletcher was a secretary at a law office, and her husband worked at some kind of war museum. I don't know, because who honestly cares about them at this point? But just to give you a little snippet of how what they look like on the outside versus who they really were when they went home, in a sense. Lacey went to Brownsville Christian Academy, she was described to be warm and kind. She played on the volleyball team, and she befriended a lot of kids. But Lacey also had severe autism, extreme social anxiety, and a case of Asperger's as well. By the time she reached high school, her extreme anxiety of leaving the house was so bad that her parents just decided to homeschool her. So nobody has seen Lacey since middle school. In 2010, the Fletchers went to the doctors to ask about Lacey's condition. They said that she was very reclusive, that she did not want to leave the house, and the doctor did instruct them to at least make an appointment to bring Lacey to see him physically or make an appointment or just go ahead and just take her straight into the doctors to see what is wrong with her exactly. The Fletchers never did neither. They never made an appointment for Lacey. They never followed up with her. So on the day of January 3rd of 2022, because I did say this is a very recent case, guys, the Fletchers made a 911 call after they reported that their daughter was no longer breathing. When first responders arrived, they said that Sheila was sitting with her head in her lap, weeping away, and Clay was just sitting like in a just trance, like he was just in silence. So as they went further in the house, they said the wave of the odor just was so strong and hit them. What they saw or was about to see, they just couldn't believe their eyes, just what the hell they were walking into. There lie Lacey, deceased, inside of the couch. And yes, you guys, I did say inside of the couch. And before I go into details of how she made it inside this couch and why she was deceased there, they asked Lacey's parents, you know, how did this happen or what was going on? Well, they made it seem like they left and just went on a vacation and they came back home and that's what they're. But it was clearly from the pictures or just them being there that this was more than what they were saying. And like I said before, this is very graphic details, y'all. And if y'all easily triggered, please just stop here. 
Lacey was buried up to her shoulders inside of the whole couch. So it was like she was sitting with her back up against the arm of the couch and her legs was kind of crossed, right? But she, it was a hole that was up underneath her because she has been laying there in her own feces and urine. She was nude besides a blue top that wasn't even covering her breast. And her eyes was wide open and she was 96 pounds. This is a 36-year-old woman that is 96 pounds, you guys. She has just been laying there on this couch. And her parents said it's because she refused to move off this couch. And they said it's because she had extreme social anxiety and her autism. And she just decided to she just did not want to move off the couch. When first responders went to remove Lacey off of the couch and take her to the coroner's office, he said that he didn't eat or sleep for a week after seeing this because he just could not believe the condition of her body was in. They had determined that Lacey has been sitting on that couch for 12 years in her own urine and feces. Lacey also had maggots and bugs that were eating away at her skin. When they lifted her up, her whole buttocks was completely gone, rotten off. She had ulcers and bed sores. The contents inside of her stomach was feces and part of the couch because she was so hungry, she started eating the couch. Her ears and nose also had feces inside of it as well as her hair. When Lacey was found, she was buried up to her shoulders into this couch, just in her own urine and feces. So her hair also had urine and feces matted into it because her hair hadn't been combed in years, more than likely. And she also tested positive for COVID. But they believe that the reason why she passed was because her skin was rotting away down to the bone. So it's like she was decomposing on the couch and when the Fletchers came back from this trip she had passed away now what struck everybody odd is that the Fletchers hadn't really posted about Lacey's in years and I mean years like 10 years they never said nothing about her when people would ask about her they were like oh she's doing well like you know kind of blew it off or you know in that case but the whole time she's sitting there on the couch and they're not doing anything and I think the most sickening thing was that Lacey's mother had a recliner next to this couch. And there was also cleaning supplies, a porta potty that was next to it, and none of which was used. There was a pile of clean clothes. None of that. And I'm just can't I just cannot wrap my head around how do you sit next to your child and allow that to happen? How, like oh my god, guys. During the court proceedings, the Fletchers stated that her Lacey had a mind of her own that Lacey could have chose whether or not she wanted to get off the couch, but she chose not to. She said that she never complained of being in pain, that Lacey had the option of her choosing to relieve herself in or on the couch or in or on a towel or on the porta potty, which she just chose to use the couch instead. And I just think that's just total bullshit. I'm sorry. It is to me. There's no confirmation of whether or not Lacey had locked-in syndrome. 
And that's what they're trying to say, that she had a state of paralysis, that she had locked-in syndrome, and that's the reason why she did not go off the couch. But like I said before, in 2010, they went and asked questions about it, and they never took Lacey in to be seen to confirm whether or not this was truly the case. The jurors want them to both be charged with second-degree murder with life without parole. They both was held on a bond of $300,000, and of course... Both of them posted bonds. So as of right now, they are currently out. So the raggedy ass attorney released a statement saying that they do not want to relive the loss of their child in the media. They already suffered enough heartache. And anyone who has lost a child know exactly what that was like. And I'm like, that's coming from two damn monsters who sat there and let their kid just wither away on the couch for 12 years. Like... I don't think y'all even have a right to make that statement at all, to be honest. And I don't think that anybody who kills their child should be out on bail. I don't even see how they got bail, to be honest. They need to be there until trial begins. And I really hope they both get second-degree murder without the life or possibility of parole because that's exactly what they deserve. I don't understand how you sit there next to your child on a recliner. I know for a fact Lacey had to be in pain. Like, she suffered. She suffered for 15 almost years, plus some, because she was 36 when she passed, and no one's seen her since middle school. So she's been on that couch since then, and that's just awful. It's an awful, awful way to, to pass away, and I'm glad Lacey's finally free and can rest well because she didn't deserve how her parents treated her, and her parents don't deserve to be out walking around. Like, they ain't did nothing wrong because they did, and they know what they did to Lacey, and it's just just tragic, guys. But if you want to hear more or you do like this case, like I said before, I do post the pictures of what I'm talking about. So that's including it is a picture of what this couch looked like. So I'm posting a picture of what the couch looked like. I'm posting a picture of Lacey. Gonna post a picture of her raggedy ass mommy and daddy too, so y'all can know what the monsters look like. So again, so y'all can put the face to the name, like how I like to. And this was your short but definitely not sweet true crime episode for this week. And until next time, guys. Bye.